Get ready for your daily dose of table tennis techniques, tactics, and training ideas that will help take your game to the next level. You're listening to the Ask a Table Tennis Coach podcast, hosted by Ben Larkum of ExpertTableTennis.com. This is episode 53 of the Ask a Table Tennis Coach podcast. Today's question is from Jarno, and it's all about how to start coaching beginners. So Jarno asks, let's say you're a halfway decent player yourself and you're getting your feet wet at coaching or giving advice to beginner players. What tips would you give for an aspiring coach? Where should I start and how should I structure training sessions? Right, well, some great questions there, Jarno, and I really love helping players get started in the world of coaching. I think it's a really great way to learn more about the sport of table tennis um, for your own training. And it's also a great way just to give back to the next generation of players or other other players in the club that, that you can kind of help bring up. So yeah, I'd love to, um, to share some of the knowledge that I've picked up over the years of getting into coaching. Um, and yeah, I'd just like to say that you don't need to be an elite player to be a good coach. So you talk about being a halfway decent player. I think as long as you've got some understanding of the basics you can you can definitely go and coach some beginners um yeah it's, it's more about being able to communicate them well and being able to kind of troubleshoot any errors that come up more so than being able to play really really well yourself um but yeah it can be quite difficult coaching beginners and especially if you've been playing for a long time maybe you've been playing for 10 years you know you may well have just completely forgotten what it was like when you first started playing table tennis the kind of things that you did the kind of drills what helped I know that as when did I start coaching professionally I started coaching when I was about 22 um, and I found it really difficult to coach beginners I found it much easier just to um, go and coach like an original session with loads of county level regional level junior players um, just because you know, that was kind of the environment that I'd been in for the last five years. So it was easy for me just to take the kind of structure, the training session that I've been doing myself and then just tweak it and apply it to those kind of situations. Coaching beginners was a completely different skill set. So yeah, what, what you need to do is, I mean, just some general tips, stopping yourself from getting carried away. I know I when I first started coaching beginners, I wanted to like, you know, teach them one shot and then next week teach them another and kind of keep speeding them through and be like, oh, they're learning so fast. Like they can, you know, they're doing backhand flicks already and stuff. And if they haven't actually learned properly all of the all of the original stuff, then keep adding more and more stuff on top. It's just not a good way to go. So I learned quite early on that you really need to focus on the fundamentals with beginners. They need loads and loads of repetition. So they need to be, you know, it's more about finding ways to make it fun. You know, they need to play maybe like a million forehand drives um, and they're going to get bored. So your job as a coach is just to find ways to keep them playing it and then just kind of like making those small tweaks to their techniques um, yeah, so that you're not moving on too quickly and they're actually getting the repetition they need to learn. And finally, like just just encouraging people is a really good tip. Like beginner players generally have a lot less confidence than if you're playing kind of competent players who know they're good, they know what they need to work on. So you do need to kind of take that into account and just being a lot more encouraging with beginners and motivating, stuff like that. So right, let's get into it. What do you actually need to practically do? Well, firstly, you need to make sure you know all of the kind of fundamental table tennis techniques and stuff inside out. You really can't just go around trying to blag it. I mean, you can and, and some coaches do, but it will show quite quickly. You need to have a good understanding 
of like, um, you know, all of the fundamental stuff. So maybe you want to go and have a look at how to play table tennis in 10 days. That's kind of my comprehensive um, article that goes through all of the fundamental basic stuff. Um, and yeah, you, you might even find out that you've got some fundamental errors in your own game. I know I certainly did when I started looking into it as a coach. I was thinking, oh, like, you know, I'm doing some of these things wrong myself, so I need to fix that. But yeah, that's a good place to start. How to play table tennis in 10 days. You've got to make sure you you understand fully the grip, the stance, the footwork, the movement, all of those kind of basic skills. And then you need to really learn the four basic strokes and how to teach them well. So it's not just understanding what they look like so you can see it when people are doing it. It's how to help people to learn them. So you can, there's loads of different like stories that you can tell or examples or, you know, picking up things from other sports. You'll, you'll start to develop your own stuff. But that's a really important stuff. Maybe a little bit of basic serve and return as well. And then that's the stuff that you need to be doing over and over again. Just don't move on to anything else. Just keep focusing grip, stance, footwork, movement, the four basic strokes, bit of serve and return, and then just until they're really, really competent. Now, there are loads of really good resources online you can go and check out um, to help you with that. When it comes to actually like breaking down a session, what I'd like to do myself is kind of just focus on one stroke or one area per session. So you can do other bits as well and you can mix things up. But I like to let people know that, let's say, like, today we're going to work on the backhand push, for example. And that gives them something to have in their mind, something to focus on. And they can be thinking that, right, my aim for the next hour, the next 90 minutes, whatever, is that by the end of the session, I should have improved that stroke. So I should have a better backhand push than I do now. That's how they can judge if they've been successful or not. Now, when it comes to actually the structure of, of a session, let's say you're doing one for beginners. They might do 90 minutes. They're not going to be in there for two and a half hours or anything, but 90 minute session, I might break it down something like this. You might want to do like a five minute warm up just to kind of jogging, exercises, bit of stretching, stuff like that to get them warmed up. Then you might want five to 10 minutes of kind of knocking up on the table. After that, you can go into your basic drills. So if you're doing it with complete beginners, you know, a drill might literally just be just playing forehands, just playing backhands. Um, you know, if they're a little bit more advanced, you might better kind of combine one forehand, one backhand, those kind of simple drills. Uh, that's going to be quite hard work where they're really focusing on the technique. So you might want to have a little break after that. Then you can do something fun, maybe 15 minutes. So like recently with my beginners, I've been doing stuff where um, I get them kind of to all line up and they have to come on and hit two shots with me, run to the back of the line and we try and keep the rally going. They've got three lives and every time they make a mistake, they lose a life. Something like that, that where they're, they're basically, they're still doing the exact same practice, but you're managing to make it feel a little bit different, a bit more fun, a little bit competitive. And then end with some matches and a cool down as well. And then just always stress in the matches because people want to play matches. So it's difficult just to ban all matches and that, but try and try and get across to them that the matches it's not about winning it's about playing well making the right decisions all of that stuff maybe they won't listen if they're young but try and get people not too worried about winning and losing crying if they're losing if they're young and stuff like that just focus on on playing well now another thing I'd like to say is um yeah if you can find yourself like a mentor someone who's a really good coach that can be really helpful I know I've learned a lot from other coaches that I've managed to be around um what you could do is um 
like just say that you'll be an unpaid assistant coach so find someone who's awesome send them an email say you're happy to be an unpaid assistant coach um, and just kind of like do a session with them once a week and you'll learn so much about the technical side the way that they teach the technique the things that they say that to help players learn and also just generally how they engage with the players the kind of rapport they build you'll just be able to pick all of that up so yeah that's really worth doing and yeah just keep checking players grips they're going to be changing grips so you need to get the grip right keep checking their stance make sure they're crouched down they're standing properly that's so important that their feet are in the right position just keep doing a lot of walking around the hall speaking to players giving little tips here and there making sure you're able to see everyone that they're all kind of like staying on track staying focused beginners can tend to kind of lose concentration more than advanced players and yeah like that that's all you really need to be doing need to be doing finally i'd just say um well, actually, I've got a few more tips to kind of whiz out. If you if you happen to have some players that are decent at, ta- at playing table tennis in the group, that can be quite nice if you kind of set them up as being the controllers and you have them like always on the table and you get people to come on and play with them just because it can be difficult for two beginners to actually get a lot out of playing with each other if they're kind of pinging the ball all over the place. Yeah, and then my final, final tip, and I've given quite a few final tips. The final tip would be um, have a go at learning to play with your wrong hand. So if you're right-handed, have a go at trying to learn like how to play properly, proper technique with your left hand. And what that's going to do is it's really going to help you to relate to what your students are going through because you'll understand how frustrating it is when you know you think you're doing something and you're not doing it or you know, you're just not able to put it together. You feel a little bit silly and, and awkward because it doesn't feel natural. We get very used to just always feeling good when we play because we've done so much practice that we feel competent. But yeah, going back to your other hand can help you to relate a little bit more, I think. Um, and yeah, I learned a lot from trying to play with my left hand and it helped me, I think, to be a better coach with beginners. So good luck with all of that, Jarno. I hope it goes well. Um, always put the player's needs first and I think you're going to be doing okay. And just remember to never stop learning. If you want to be a coach, there's always more you can learn, always more that you can use to help your players. Now, if you've got a question for this show and you'd like me to answer it, you need to go to experttabletennis.com forward slash ask and there's a form there you can fill in and then I will answer your question on a future episode of the show. Finally, I just want to say that this podcast is sponsored by the guys over at tabletennisuniversity.com. They're the home of online table tennis coaching. You should definitely go and check out all of their excellent courses on there. Um, they've got courses such as International Table Tennis Skills by Samson Dabina. That's a really good course, only $47. You've also got Textbook Table Tennis by Brian Pace. That's $47 as well. Those courses are just going through all of the basics and some of the some of the stuff after the basics that's really going to help you to make sure that you are a solid player and if you're a coach they're really good as well because you can kind of watch those courses and then you can start to you know pick up tips from Samson and Brian to use in your own coaching so yeah really great stuff go and check those out at tabletennisuniversity.com Tomorrow's episode is all about how to get backspin on the reverse pendulum serve so it's a nice kind of heavy technical one uh, if that's the kind of thing you're interested in Definitely uh, listen tomorrow and you'll get some answers to that. Uh, But until then, have a great day and keep playing table tennis.